Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello, and thanks for joining me once again here on the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. Every week here, I'm talking to you about money, about your finances, help you take steps forward, gain confidence remove financial anxiety, all that good stuff, so you can focus solely on making your life more enjoyable. This series that we've been focusing on is all about the new year and the new you and setting the compass for the new year. As always, if you like what you hear, I always ask to click subscribe, click follow us, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Those stars, those reviews, they really, really help us reach the literally millions of other young families out there that are really just like you. So far this season, we've covered Quite a lot. So we started off by setting your compass with your spouse. So joint goal setting. Then we discussed the importance of actually paying yourself first, giving yourself some of that hard earned money every month to go towards goals to make you and your family happy. We covered bucketing for goals. So setting separate accounts for each goal that helps tracking them, that helps achieving them. And then the extension of that was money blocking. So setting funds aside on a smaller daily level to do more of those things that make you happy, whether that might be more, you know, football games, more massages, more, you know, whatever it might be, kind of on a more daily, smaller scale level. The importance of using the right fit investment for each of those buckets, we also covered, uh, shouldn't be too conservative, shouldn't be too aggressive, it should be appropriate for each one of those buckets, appropriate for each of those goals and the time horizon that's with it. And then finally, last week so far, we talked about insuring for the catastrophic versus insuring for the inconvenient. So if you missed any of those episodes yet, definitely check them out soon. Today's episode is titled Diversify, but with one advisor, exclamation point, where we're going to cover why you've likely heard the word diversification. It gets thrown around a lot, but what it actually means and the best way to go about doing it, in my opinion. And the spoiler alert is it does not mean having a bunch of accounts in a bunch of different places and making your life really difficult. The goal for today's episode then is for you to be able to look at what you have now and say, you know, hey, I'm spread out in a way that really reduces my investment risk. Or, hey, now I see I just have a bunch of similar stuff, but in a lot of different places, making my life unnecessarily difficult, while maybe not likely reducing much of my investment risk. So going back to our fun nautical examples, which I know everybody loves, we obviously need to pack a lot of different things on this ship for this trip that we're going on. And one of those items that any ship needs, if it's going out into the middle of the ocean by itself, would be a first aid kit. Now, we probably are going to pack it with a variety of medical items, right? So maybe something for colds, uh, maybe some medicine that helps with a fever, something to clean cuts bandages, you know, so on and so forth, all different things. We don't know what we may need, so we are going to bring a variety of items to reduce the risk of not having something that we may need available if something happened. We are essentially diversifying our first aid kit, spreading out the types of things we are bringing. What we wouldn't do is bring 10 first aid kits, but pack them all only with gauze. We would have 10 boxes only with gauze that would not reduce the risk for our potential medical needs. If we have a cut that needs to be cleaned out, 
every single first aid kit will not be helpful because none of them have anything to clean out a cut. What many people think when it comes to investments is that they need a lot of different first aid kits, a lot of different accounts with different people, and they don't spend enough time making sure that all of those medical kits or all those first aid kits that they took all that time to create aren't all just packed with very, very similar gauze. So diversifying means that you're using a variety of different holdings across a variety of different areas. There are small companies out there, large companies, mid-sized companies, U.S. companies, foreign companies, corporate bonds, government bonds, and many, many more that you can keep breaking it down into. So if you have Apple stock with Advisor 1 and more Apple stock with Advisor 2, you haven't diversified yourself at all. You've just made things more complicated. You have two accounts, but you are not at all any more diversified as if you had all that Apple stock with one account. Now, sometimes this can be hard to see because instead of Apple stock, maybe Advisor 1 has the ABC large growth fund and Advisor 2 might have the 123 large growth fund. So you may say, hey, you know, I have two different funds, so I must be spread out. I must be diversified. If both of those funds, though, are large growth funds just from different companies, then studies have shown that over 90% of the returns will likely just overlap because they're in the same categories. And the most famous of those was called the Brinson study. But most of the return is just due to what area of the market you tend to be in. If one goes up, in this example, if ABC fund goes up, then one, two, three is very likely to go up as well. If ABC fund goes down, then one, two, three fund is again very, very likely to do the same thing because they're in the same area of the market, large growth type companies. Again, it may feel like you're talking to two people. It may feel like you have two, you know, differently titled funds. So you just, you know, you must be spread out and diversified. But in reality, if that one area does terribly, you will also do terribly because all your eggs were in that same large growth basket. And this is why, you know, when we diversify, this is why when we spread things out, we're doing this because we don't want all of our investments to be dependent on how one area of the market happens to perform. Now, I totally get the traditional way of thinking, you know, hey, I don't want all my money with this one guy or gal, because what if they're not on the up and up and I may, you know, lose it all? I see stuff on TV. I watch movies, things like that. You know, investments are something that no one is really taught about in school. So it's an unknown, which I've talked about before, and unknowns are scary. And so I I totally understand that. If the advisor, though, is following a diversified strategy, so spreading your money out in different areas all the time, you know, not trying to time the market, then it's a kind of a bit of a different story, in my opinion. A diversified portfolio, then, would be spread out among 10 to 15 different funds, let's say, and each one of those funds might be comprised of a few thousand holdings. So overall, you could have a few thousand holdings that make up your portfolio. So what that means is to lose it all would require all of those holdings to simultaneously go out of business or become worthless. So you can kind of see the difference between having one advisor in the traditional sense that's buying or selling and dabbling in a couple of individual stocks versus an advisor that is spreading your money over you know a variety of different funds and funds that each have several hundred or in some case thousands of holdings. So it's a very different scenario when you compare those two things. In order to actually implement this, though, let's say 
were on board with the diversified strategy, which I, I hope you are, you really need to be using one advisor again, in my opinion. Let's go back to our first aid kit example. If you have two people putting together separate first aid kits, hey, Bob and hey, Jane, each of you guys design your own first aid kit and bring it on the ship with us. They're going to have no idea what the other person has already packed. Did the other person already pack a bunch of gauze or extra cold medicine or you know whatever else? So having one person in charge of the first aid kit means that one person now has enough information to make sure that the first aid kit is well diversified. You know, we often say having two advisors is like having two dentists. And again, in our opinion, you don't have one dentist for the top of your mouth and one for the bottom. You have one dentist that makes sure your whole mouth is in order. So take a look at what you have right now when it comes to investments. And remember the goal for today. Do you have one advisor with a unified, diversified strategy? Or do you have a lot of random first aid kits that may all just be packed with different brands of the same gauze? Thanks as always for tuning in today and join us for next week's episode, which is the series recap. So this is the last individual episode of this series, and next week we'll be recapping all the episodes for you. I sincerely hope that these episodes can help as you take that sale into the new year, give you more direction, give you more confidence in your finances, so you can focus more on the goal that we always have, despite the name of the series, which is making life more enjoyable for us and for our families. Overall, as I always say, if you're able to implement these things, then that's fantastic. If you do want help, if you do have questions, please do not hesitate to reach out. Uh, the Ask Joe section of my website, enjoymore30s, that's enjoymore30s.com, is always there to reach out. Overall, until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.